for walking. Episode 65. Gentlemen, Valentine's Day is almost here, and by the grace of Cupid, our friends at Manscaped are coming with the best tools to get your body downstairs ready for this special occasion. I'd like to propose making February 13th National Shave Your Balls Day. Who's with me? Get lucky this V-Day and join the 7 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped, the leaders in below-the-waist grooming, with our exclusive offer... Go to manscaped.com and use the promo code STEV for 20% off and free shipping, baby. Shipping's a lot nowadays. You can't get it international and stuff. And Europe to UK and UK to USA, very expensive. Free shipping with Manscaped. Promo code STEV. Now, obviously, it's Valentine's Day and there's pressure on us to get our leg over. But what I can recommend is a bit of grooming with Manscaped, all right? Get down there and make it a new you. Give yourself a new paint of coat. That's right. Give yourself a new haircut down below to create a new you and some confidence this Valentine's night. It's been a long winter. It's been very cold. we got to get our pants off and get our lady or man or whatever satisfied. The Platinum Package is the all-encompassing package that every guy needs in their life to make each and every day a little bit more special. I've been using the Crop Preserver, a ball deodorant, which, you know, for all kinds of excavation endeavors will be a more pleasurable experience the crop reviver beautiful and is it oh it smells gorgeous and i actually use it as my number one aftershave or cologne if you're in america the manscaped aftershave eau de toilette this is my number one that i use and to charm all the people when i pull down my wintery scarf it smells of nothing but joy the headline in this package is the lawnmower the trimmer's advanced skin safe technology reduces cuts and nicks on your delicate parts. It has a 4000K LED spotlight so you can shave anywhere your heart desires. Did I mention it's waterproof as well? So just take it in there and it's got a gorgeous charger. It makes your room look like you're more sophisticated than you are. Like I'm a tech guy, like I'm Pat Bateman without the murders. And as even Christopher Walken will attest, manscaped and grooming is very needed and is the way forward and this Valentine's Day, why not do that? Your balls and your lady will thank you. So use the promo code STEV, get 20% off and free shipping. Join Cupid and shoot your arrow of Manscaped this Valentine's Day. See you in a bit. <laughs> Mac and me. Right, carry on, yeah. Bev with Steph, another day, another dollar. What's been going on then? Because, you know, January's a hard month, you know? And w- the, the whinginess of you right now is the pain we all feel inside. So let's open up the letters. Oh, you're going to open them for me? I know that's Mama's sports bra. 
Okay, here's one from Jimmy in Brighton. Yeah. Jimmy says, Mac, where are you planning on going on holidays this year? Well, you ch yeah, okay, so he says he's, ch he's interested in checking out more of France, maybe Croatia, somewhere on the Mediterranean that's nice and hot. We're going to go next, where it does have sunlight. Thanks for the question, Jimmy. Brighton's very similar. We could go to Brighton. It's very similar. Yeah. I don't think you've been to Brighton yet, have you? You've been a Ramsgate. Just a less busy, less drug-addled version. Next question. Louisa from Durham says, Mac. Oh, she's a hairdresser. She's put in her bio. What are your thoughts on your future haircuts? Yeah, so he's saying his hair's just coming through now and it's very curly, like his mother. Are you going to be a blonde, you reckon? Do you know, mate, when I next do something promotional, I might do my hair blonde like I did in 2016, because I think that was actually quite a good look, because it also makes your hair thicker. Um, and Emily could do it as well, and we could be a blonde trio as a band. No, but, but Mama's not ready to do an album yet, so we're going to do a few Steve Mahoney ones. First one's Road Trip 3, ladies and gents, just coming out this spring. All right, hold on. That's how everyone reacts to my self-promotion. All right, next question. We must do our art and find the child within us. Our guest, shockingly, is the Hollywood A-list legendary actor Christopher Walken. Christopher Walken, I said. See you next month. Goodbye from me and it's goodbye from him. Okay, hi everyone. Welcome to A Bev with Dev. I'm in the railway in West Hampstead. And I've started recording here because I'm sure I've had a couple of looks. I've walked to the toilets a couple of times and I'm sure that Christopher Walken is in the pub. So I'm going to put this phone in my top pocket with a voice memo recording and go over to him and see what's going on. Because I'm never going to have a guest as good as Chris Walken, let's face it. All right, so stay tuned. Excuse me, hi. I hope you don't mind me coming over. Are you... Are you Christopher Walken? Yeah. Wow. What's going on? How come you're in West Hampstead? Why not? It's a great place. Wow. To hang out. Do you mind if I join you? I'm on my own. You know, it's been a long day. I wouldn't mind talking to a movie star. Yeah, I'm killing time. So you want to hang out? That's fine. Who are you? What's your name? <laughs> My name's Steve. I live round the corner. I've just come out because, you know, my baby had a shit in the bath and I thought I had to just take a breather. So, but, you know, I'm a big fan of yours. I've only seen about three of your films, but I have to say I'm a big fan. I've recently watched you in Severance. So I thought it'd be amazing to just chat to you. Do you want a beer? What? Why did your baby shit in the bath? Because he's one. Um, I, I don't know. It's kind of, um, it's difficult because when your baby hasn't had a shit... 
it could happen at any time and once you take his nappy off so yeah he did it in the bath but what i did is i took him out of the equation and my wife dealt with it and i haven't seen either of them since you never know what's gonna burst out that's true what are you drinking i'm i'm working on a guinness here and are you researching what are you doing you know in london if you don't mind me asking yeah. or talking to you that's fine walking talking uh I'm looking to do some West End work and uh, taking some time out and I like to soak up the vibe, look around and get some inspiration, you know. And you find anything inspiring in this pub? Of course, everything, everything's inspiring and I try and sit in the corner and not get approached, but... uh, it doesn't last long, as you can tell. So, yeah, I sit in the corner like a spider to observe life. You know, you, the other day I was on a walk and there was this dog who was dead. Oh, God. What park were you in? Oh, this was, uh, this was near Whipsnade. I went to the safari park and there was a walk in a, through a forest around there. There was this dead dog, and, and even that was inspiring. Mm. You know, the slightest thing can trigger and inform a performance. Mm. So anyway, I thought I'd sit here in, in this tavern and have a look around and soak it up, and it's great. Mm. What, a, what an incredible country you have. Oh, thanks. You've been to London before? Yeah, I've been a few times. Even in this place, you've got extraordinary people. There were some art students that were sitting on a table over there. Mm. They were sort of flamboyant. Mm. And I've been looking at the bartender, Mm. a young man with a beard, a huge beard, Mm. and small hands. Mm. What's going on with that, Steve? Yeah, I noticed that because he got me a pint. I thought, is that a pint or is that a two-pint glass? Yeah, because he had small hands. But yeah, it's, it's not anything that's specifically English, that. Let me see your hands. That's medium-sized and you got no beard. No beard, but it's funny you should say that. I'm working on something at the moment that's going to be sponsored by Manscaped and they've just released a beard range. Are you a fan of, like, grooming do you ever use anything? Have you heard of Manscaped? I haven't heard of Manscaped. When you're talking about grooming, are you talking about male mm. grooming? Yeah. So this is actually a gadget which shaves your balls and your pubes. Um, I would show you, but that's probably we're not we don't know each other that well yet. So yeah, I don't want to see that. <laughs> I, I, let's not go there. Okay, sorry. I've agreed to have a small <laughs> conversation. With you. I don't sorry. want to see your, your junk. <laughs> no, I totally understand. But Manscaped, it's been revolutionary for me because I've been able to do the thing where you try to make your dick look bigger when you trim your pubes. But, you know, this is a thing where it doesn't cut anything. And also there's this thing called the weed whacker which trims the, the hairs in your nose and ear. Sorry well, if this isn't something that's interesting. Oh, we're sharing. Let's share. Yeah, share with me. It's not wrong. Guys, when they, the day they discover they can trim their bush a little bit, you can reveal 
what was previously a, a, a little sniper, mm. you know, and you're like, hey, I got a dick and I like to keep it trim, the ball bag, keep it not gleaming, but shorn. And I like to manscape to a good, to a good degree. I don't want to go overboard, frighten my wife, but a, a bit of a trim is healthy. Go for it. So what's your, some of your favorite films you've made? Well, that's I mean, a big question. That's, that's fine. Um, obviously, one close to my heart is going to be The Deer Hunter. Mm. Uh, I got to work with Bobby D mm. and Streep. And, <laughs> and it was an extraordinary shoot. It was very intense. You were in Vietnam, right? We went to Vietnam. And uh, I won a Best Supporting Actor in that movie. And that was extraordinary for me. It changed everything and it was very intense the Russian roulette scene with with Bob it blew my mind literally at the end but the initial scene shocking yeah and and performing it was intense and they want you to blow your brains out and they're saying Mow! and I was like no no I don't, I don't want to do this Mow! no Mao! Oh, I don't want to blow my brains, huh? Mao! And it went like this, and it was very aggressive. But it was a powerful scene, and a lot of people asked me about it. Anyway, I enjoyed doing that because it was so profound at such an early point in my career. Did you ever question if there were actually bullets in the gun on the set? We checked, you know, there's enough safety with all of that. But uh, it's still tense. I mean, any time you put a pistol to your head and pull the trigger, it always feels like a gamble, even on a movie set. I don't recommend it. Yeah. Yeah. So that's, like, what comes to mind. Any other favorites or notable films? I enjoyed making The Dead Zone with um, Cronenberg. And that was a Stephen King book. So you were drinking Cronenberg, or was it? Uh, oh, <laughs> David Cronenberg. Oh, okay, right. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it w- yeah, that was fun. And in that, I had telekinesis, and I could tell I'd had a, an accident, and it, it did something to my brain. And I knew things were going to happen, and I tried to warn them. The ice is going to break! And they didn't listen, and there was a tragedy. Uh, but I enjoyed that film. It was very character-driven, even though it was a horror story. Yeah. What else have you been in you like? You're in Batman Returns, right? One yeah. of my favorite films. I played Max. Yeah. Shrek. Yeah. Um, I had big, like a bouffant. And uh, I, I like to think that I created Catwoman. Yeah, because you threw her out the window. Yeah. What, do you, what was it like working with Michelle Pfeiffer? She's a hot chick. It seems such a waste to shove her out of a window. Yeah. But, uh, no, uh, great, great actress, wonderful to work with. She wore that leather costume well, I thought. Very nice. Yeah. 
ever thought about doing any more superhero movies? Because they're all the rage, or...? Steve, I'm getting a little long in the tooth. Yeah, I'm not saying you could play, like, you know, Superman or whatever, or maybe you could. You could play Lex Luthor or the Riddler or something. I'd be open to it. Bring it on. I like to play villains. Mm. I was in... uh, I played a Bond villain. That was a great honour. Yeah. I played Max Zarin... I keep playing Maxes. Yeah, another Max. What's going on? They and must this... think your name's Max. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But I was Max Zorin. I was a, a Nazi experiment. But I had blonde hair and I was a psychopath. I remember, yeah. That was quite scary, that role. Can I get you a drink? Uh, yeah, sure. Get me another Guinness. Hey guys, I can't believe this. I'm at the bar getting a Guinness for Christopher Walker and I'm going to leave it recording and go back over to him. All right. Hey, Two Guinness, all right. Thanks, I appreciate that. Hey, thanks for talking to me. So let's talk about some more movies. What about, uh, I seem to remember you're in True Romance. And like, there's a couple of films in the 90s where you're just in like one scene. It's very pivotal. Pulp Fiction as well. Well, of course... Uh... Tarantino made Pulp Fiction and he wrote True Romance. It was one of the best scripts. I got to star opposite Dennis Hopper. I got to play a very evil man. I don't think his name was Max, (laughs) remember. And uh, yeah, we had a scene together and after we beat him up and we tell him he's gonna die, he then taunts me so I'll kill him quick. My character's Sicilian. I had the black hair. And uh, he starts telling me Sicilians were spawned from N-words. And my character, who thinks he's kind of a demon or some kind of an evil force greater than the man, is insulted by this. And it works. And I blow off his head. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he's, he's, <laughs> he's dead. <laughs> dead. You're in a. In music. You're in a music video, aren't you? So I remember seeing you dancing in some music video. What was that about? Fat Boy Slim. Alright. Did he approach you to do that? Or do you just like dancing? Oh, Steve, what can I say? I just love to dance. You going dancing tonight, maybe? I don't think so. Long in the tooth. Yeah. The back hurts these days. I don't have the moves yeah. I had. It's a bit of a cold night as well. I'm feeling a bit stiff. Yeah. I, Guinness is loosening me up. <laughs> I don't know, Steve. Maybe you and I go for a dance later. Maybe. Yeah. Any other sort of bands you like? Bands? I mean, I like jazz. I like, you know, a little bit of everything. I mean, of course, there's the uh, Foo Fighters. They're great. Yeah. Yeah. What do you do? You into music? You know your shit. It's funny. I'm a musician. Oh. Yeah, yeah. But not like Foo Fighters. Um, Are you I, doing my voice? <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. 
Yeah, my music's more uh, sort of acoustic, like Bob Dylan. You can't style that out. You just did a walk and... I'm sorry, yeah. Yeah, I'm sorry, yeah. I've had a few Guinness now, and I'm getting to know you, Christopher. No, I'm, I'm honoured you're so comfortable. Yeah. Tell me about your band. My band is sort of... Um, we play, like, underground Belgian house, you know. The Belgian main... house? <laughs> no, it's not really... What the hell is... No. Belgian house? <laughs> It's singer-songwriter music, I'm only joking. But, uh, you know, it's kind of like I like Neil Young and sort of Bob Dylan and harmonicas, you know, like throwback Greenwich Village from the 60s. Yeah. Yeah. You like Bob? Yeah, you ever met Bob? No. Right. But, you know, it's funny we should be talking about this, Christopher, because I have a new single coming out on February 27th. It's called All The Best. Yeah. And the reason it's called that is because I do the best music. So, any other films you've been in for the, your favourites? I, I think we covered the ones that... Uh, you want me to piss off? <laughs> yeah, I want you to go. Okay. I enjoyed uh, Seven Psychopaths. It was uh, yeah, a fun... Yeah, to see that. Yeah, it was fun. And then I popped up in... Uh, you know, I like to do side characters. Yeah. You know, as much as starring roles... <coughs> Do you like just spending a few days on set then? How come you're in a lot of films for just one scene or sort of 20 minutes of the film? I'm happy to jump in and out, you know. And also, I get offered a lot of villains and, you know, roles like this more than the leading man, you know. But in Dead Zone, hopefully I was uh, a guy you could empathise with. Well, I don't encroach too much, Christopher. It's been amazing for me to meet you. Oh, my God, I can't believe it. I'm not going to do a selfie. I'm not that lame. But, you know, have you had any dinner? Do you want me to get you some dinner? Or some food? No, I'm good. I had a hot dog before. It was, you know, they, they don't do them like New York. No. Yeah, they're not as good. Yeah, they're not as good. How was it? What was on it? Well, they put onions on it, but it wasn't enough. And the, the sausage meat was under par. So, not the greatest. But anyway, hot dog, it's a hot dog. I've had food. Very kind of you to offer me something. But this Guinness is a meal in itself. It, is. it puts hairs on your chest, so they say. Yeah, maybe get those hands of yours a bit bigger. But just don't go and grow a beard like the guy behind the bar. I don't like those beards. Well, I'm with Manscaped. I've got it taken care of. Keep all your trimming down there, Steve. You'll do well. All right. Nice to meet you, Christopher. It's been a pleasure to meet you, Steve. Have a great night. Bye. Bye. Thank you to Christopher Walken. What a legend. Also, big thanks to Andrew Gentley, improv comedian, impressionist, voice artist. Check him out, andrewgentley.com. And all the socials. He's on all of them. Bye for now. See you next month. Lots of love. Congrats on getting through January. I'm the king of the swingers, oh, jungle VIP. I've reached the top and had to stop, and that's what's bothering me. I want to be a man, man, come, stroll right into town. Be just like the other men I'm tired of monkeying around Oh, ooby-doo I wanna be like you I wanna walk like you Talk like you too You'll see it's true Someone like me Can love
someone like you. Now don't try to kid me, man cub. I'll make a deal with you. What I desire is man's red fire to make my dream come true. Now give me the secret, man cub. Come on, clue me what to do. Give me the power of man's red fire so I can be like you. Oh, oh, we do. I wanna be like you. I wanna walk like you, talk like you too. You'll see it's true. Someone like me can learn to be like someone like you.